What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. In this episode, I talked to Mr. David Colbert of Bleed the Sky. That's right. Bleed the Sky. They're back. They got Rudy Flores from So This Is Suffering on the Vox. Uh, you know, it's 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 new. It's it's different. Uh, but that's how music is. You know, it changes over time. And and uh, I got to talk to him for a little bit and kind of catch up and and honestly just get to know him a little bit better because I've been fangirling on these on this band since the mid two thousands. Uh, like you'll hear in the interview, it was you know my friends suggested this and then I found them and. Then I just bought all of their albums <laughs> and just put it on my 64 gig iPod because I thought I was cool back then. But man, I dude, they got the single out Rod and Flesh. Like I said, they got the vocal lineup change and they are getting ready to uh, start winding up for their fall national tour. And fingers crossed they're coming to Austin, Texas. And I just, I mean, if you want to get to know Bleed the Sky, listen to Rod and Flesh. That's their newest single out. And then just kind of go back in time and listen to, you know, Paradigm and Murder the Dance. And if you really want my personal favorite pick, Knife Fight in a Phone Booth. You really cannot argue with that title because close your eyes and imagine a Knife Fight in a Phone Booth. And then also imagine, do they even have phone booths any anywhere like i personally haven't seen a phone booth in god knows how long because it's all you know digital and all that fun stuff uh but it the, 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 I, it was so great to talk to talk to david and just kind of pick his brain and you know how they write and how it all works out you know he phoned in from from oregon and you know they got one member in florida they got three in 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 cali so, you know, kind of like how the rest, you know, a lot of bands are doing these days. Everybody's kind of spread out, flying it in, this, that, and the other. Uh, but they're doing they're doing good stuff, man, and I can't wait, cannot wait to see them live. And speaking of see them live, again, like I said, fingers crossed, they come to come and take it live. Our sponsor, our home, our house. If you are a band trying to get on a show, you can hit me up, Anthony, Skyler, Seneca, and we'll try to work out the details. Or if you want to just go to a show, if you're just a fan, you can go to comeandtakeitproductions.com or comeandtakeitlive.com. Hit the events calendar tab and just give the old give the old calendar a scroll and see what pops up. And and just, you know, like, I, like we always say, man, support local. If you see a local band on a show that you would like to go to, hit them up. They got tickets because that, that puts money directly in their pocket helps the venue know that they can pull, that they can draw. And then ultimately, whenever bigger shows and bigger packages pop up or just other shows in general, they know that they can, you know, count on them to kind of, you know, pull the people in and get their headbang on. So, uh, man, what a good show. What a, what a, what a, what a, goddamn, what a good time to be alive. What a good time to be alive. Anyway, here we go. Bleed the sky. <laughs> Good afternoon, Mr. Colbert. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal, brother. How are you? 
I am doing amazing because I'm talking to a member of a band that I was fangirling over in the mid 2000s and I hear they're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know how to figure out the uh, the intro, so we'll just go with it. No sweat. We got it. So, man, I the way that I figured out Bleed the Sky was back was Rot in Flesh, the latest single that you guys dropped. And then I heard uh, just, you know, listening to it that I was like, that doesn't that doesn't sound uh, like the original vocalist. And then I come to find out you guys got Ron from uh, I'm sorry, Ron, uh, Mr. Flores from So This Is Suffering. So walk me through how that all happened. Yeah, sure. So um, we had been. Well, yes, you're right. Rudy Flores is our new singer. Um, and uh, how that all worked out was, I mean, he kind of fell into our lap in, in a sense because we, uh, we got to tour with So There's Some Suffering um, a couple years back in 2020 when we were on that, that run with Skin Lab and So This Is Suffering and those dudes are rising chaos from Denver. Anywho, um, you know, we've been doing kind of working on the writing process as far as new material goes for Believe the Sky. And, you know, we got to the point where, um, you know, we were we just at that point Noah wasn't able to put into the band what we were looking for as far as um, you know being able to put the time in as to what it takes to to do that and write that material and sure and all that stuff. So um, you know we we kind of branched out and we we all thought Rudy was a monster to begin with uh, when we were on the road with him before and he had a cool vibe to him and we uh, we just shot him, shot him a couple songs and uh, he sent us sent us back a couple tracks you know within a you know no not a huge amount of time honestly and just killed it i mean it sounded brutal it wasn't it wasn't rotted flesh um but it's going to be definitely material we're going to be here this year um but yeah i mean that's kind of how it worked out we kind of he sent us back a track and we all just like immediately listened to it and we're just like yeah this fits let's do this (laughs) i i fail to realize like i'm over here i understand the whole uh you know anthology of bleed the sky because you guys were one of the first bands that i fell in love with in the mid 2000s so if you could just kind of recap i know uh that you were with the band formally back in like uh the mid 2000s like 2005 2006 somewhere in that time frame yeah yeah 2006 2005 somewhere around there so um i was go ahead go ahead no i'll just say if you could uh for those that are listening uh kind of give them a rundown of you know where bleed the sky come from uh the hiatus and how we got to where we're at now sure so as as i mean as far as i'm concerned you know from me being a part of the band you know i i joined the band after paradigm to put uh murder dance together and got in on all the pre-production for that and you know uh did writing in the studio with all, with all those cats. And then, um, you know, something on my, my end, on my kid's side, uh, you know, it was a personal thing. I had to go and be a father. I had to put that first. Oh, sure. hundred percent. So I left. So I left. And, um, and then, you know, they, they toured on the album. They put the record out, um, with Justin on guitar. And at that point, you know, coming into it in that, that first time I came into it as a guitar player and I, um, anyways, they put the record out, did some touring and whatnot. And then it kind of just like, you know, he got to be too much, you know, as to where they were all in life at that point. Um, everybody had their own demons or whatever and their own things that were going on in their personal world where it all kind of fell apart. And so they went on a hiatus. And then uh, a decade later, you know, 
it's like <laughs> randomly I get a, I get a phone call, you know, and it's like, hey, we're thinking about doing, you know, this Bleed the Sky thing. This was Noah that got a hold of me, and you know, I hadn't talked to Noah in a few years, and uh, <clears throat> and he was like, you know, we got Kevin Garcia um, doing doing a uh, guitar now. You know, how would you feel about playing a bass or whatever? And I was like, dude, like, you know. Let me think about it. Let me talk to my family because at this point, you know, shit, man, I'm, you know, I'm forty year old man. You know, I got a plan in life. I can't just jump to it. Let's go on the road, brother. Let's hit you know? it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So of course, everything's got all the all the eyes has got to be dotted. He's got to be crossed to make it all work for everybody in the band. You know, and um, you know, I I did what I needed to do to talk to my fam and my, you know, let them all know what that looks like. And of course, I had their blessing. So we just kind of went out and did it, and uh, you know, put that put a uh, this way life madness together. Over the, the next couple of years, or whatever, and got to release that and uh, tour on it, and then COVID happened, and just shut us all down, and that's kind of where everything kind of just started going into that, you know, place where it's like, okay, we gotta figure out a way to do this without being able to go play shows. So let's put out some songs. We we put out the Devil Will See You Now, you know, did did a couple things here or there, but haven't been able to really release a whole lot of things, and that's kind of where the whole. Um, bringing Rudy into the mix came along, you know, we just, we had that conversation, you know, we talked to Noah a little bit and, you know, it just came to the point where it wasn't really for him at this point. So we branched out and found Rudy Flores and I'm very happy with it. No, I can, I can 100%, I guess, I mean, I'm a little biased because again, I've been a fan since mid two thousands. So whenever I heard, you know, Rod and flesh come across the release radar, I was like, wait a minute. Is it, is this the bleed the sky that I'm that I know? Hold on a minute, and just went full throttle. I went and got my old iPod from back in the day, and sure enough, I was like, "Oh, paradigm, murder the dance." Still, one of my top favorite songs is a uh, knife fight in a phone booth because you just can't you just can't argue with that kind of track, that kind of title. So, yeah, I, I love that. I love that riff, dude. That's a banger for sure, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I, I shopped out. I was like, first, uh, I, I hit up a bunch of, uh, just locals here in Austin. And I said, Hey, you know, just kind of like, you ever heard of bleed the sky? And I got a couple like, man, that sounds so familiar. And then I got just some straight up nose because they're, you know, young to mid twenties. And I sure. said, and I would float them some old stuff and be like, does this sound familiar? And then it started to click, and I was like, "Well, check this shit out." And threw Rod and Flesh out there, and they're like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, dude, they're fucking back," and I'm talking to them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, it's awesome, man. We're that's you know, it's, it's crazy. We were not, we weren't expect. I mean, you can never know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? And it's not right. like you know, we're like some giant Metallica fucking Megadeth, like we're gonna be this huge Lamb of God kind of thing. But dude, just the response and the people that are just giving us the time dude because it's, you know what i mean like a, a vocal change is a huge deal you know and and this Very song much. is actually you know we've we've actually been charting on this song now and like you know like we're fuck man the the video the rotten flesh video is like a hundred thousand views on like you know youtube and crap like it's crazy man you know two weeks out man i'm like holy shit that's yeah, you know, we did Serpent. We put out Serpent like two years ago, and it's only like half of that right now. You know, so, like <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. You know, once you once you start digging into, you know, once the algorithm starts hitting, and everybody, you know, like myself, is like, holy shit, like they're coming back. And yeah, I guess it's you know that that era or that you know kind of in that vein of, okay, we got some new stuff. Okay, new new uh, new vocalist. Which yeah, I mean. You know, you change the vocals and that's a drastic, you know, swapping guitarist or, you know, any, anybody else like that's 
you know, that's a dime or dozen, but when you swap a vocalist out, it's like, okay, here we go. It's noticeable. Yeah. And, yeah. and I can, I mean, but from being a fan of, of, so the suffering, it's like, okay, I, you know, it's, I'm digging this. I like this band. You put the two together, you know, it's like, shit, that works. I mean, it works for me. Yeah. And so that's Dude, why I, just, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to re reach out and just kind of, you know, reconnect and, you know, I was telling my buddy, I was like, man, the first time I saw Bleed the Sky was because, and, and like I said, I, I think I told you this when we spoke earlier, um, the first time I ever saw you guys, I think it was with Soil Work in, I think, the Jack's Club in, in Virginia in like 08. I can't, I can't, maybe right. 07. Uh, but uh, I guess kind of a plot twist is the, a band called The Destro opened up for you guys. That was my first introduction. Nasty. Dude, first introduction to Texas metal, and now here I am running the ATX Metal podcast. It's like full circle. So, <laughs> dude, and Destro was so sick, dude. Like those guys, those some of those nasty like drag riffs. Those guys used to be bangers, dude. Bang, you know those halftime grooves. Those guys would throw down. It's nasty. Yeah, it Anyways. was. It, it was. It's just, and it's so cool because I was with a you know uh, the former my former uh, partner that helped me or that that jump started the podcast with me or I jump started it with him. Uh, he, you know, he since stepped away, but I mean, we're still homies and we were over at his house the other day, just kind of celebrating, just hanging out. And we were like, he said something about, man, what you know about the Destro? And, and cause I was talking about the upcoming interview and uh, with, with you and, and mentioned the Destro and he pulled off two albums and we played it. And then we fell in love with, or we fell back into tune with like Jackknife and, and uh dry lines. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy how just these little, you know, dots on a map all kind of string together, uh, you know, sunny in Philadelphia Dude, style. Texas metal bands are nasty, bro. You know, like disgusting. Straight up. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I grew up in San Antonio, you know, I, I went, you know, I, I got finished high school in Austin area, Round Rock, you know, like, but yeah, man, I mean, shit, a lot of grooving ass metal bands out there. Man, you've got some, you've got some fucking roots here then. Yeah, dude. I played. Uh, I played in like five years in a band called Brotherhood out of San Antonio. Like, did all like you know, like Texas circuit stuff. Man, did a lot of good shit. But that's I got picked up to Bleed the Sky out of that band, Brotherhood. I was playing with those guys when Bleed the Sky first met me. So. Oh yeah how how did how did that come about? Was it were they just passing through uh, or or? Yeah. So so they uh they were touring on the Paradigm record. And I was playing guitar in Brotherhood, and we ended up doing some dates with them. San Antonio, Corpus Christi, I think we did Austin, something like that. A little Texas run. And uh, yeah, a little Texas run. Like we, they were, they were like, uh, you know, we, we, we were doing our thing in Texas. So we got usually try to get on any of the metal shows that were like, you know, up and comers or like, you know, a decent sized tour that was coming through town or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just met the guys and we all grooved or whatever. And then um, when Kyle, their guitar player, was bowing out. Um, I was at work, man, and my singer from my uh, from my old band in Texas was like, hit me up, you know, and or he actually hit my my ex wife up, and he's like, yo, Dave needs to call this number when he gets off work. This is Noah from Bleed the Sky. They want him to fly out to California, you know, and like come and try out for Bleed the Sky. And I'm like, what the shit, you know? So I, of course, I get off work and I call him, and I call him, and sure shit, it's Noah, you know, and he's just like, hey, yeah, I'm like let's plan this shit out. And I flew out to Cali and spent that first weekend um out there like just jamming and i um you know got to meet you know just some of their buddies out there and shit like that dude and ryan um clark the old bassist the guy from who was playing bass on murder the dance met him out there he's 
freaking super awesome dude. Uh, you know, just partied our asses off. I mean, the rest was kind of history, man. I just, you know, came back out, flew home, said, yeah, I'm going to go do this. Went out to Cali, put the record together. And then my kid, and you know, was just having this, you know, didn't want dad away at that point. And I had to make that choice at that point. So I left and here I am a decade later. Well, dude, man, I'm, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that, you know, we have some type of, uh, bond via the Texas theme and, and just, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of good to, to see the, the, you know, the mid two thousands, early 2010 bands kind of like, okay, let's try this out. Let's do this thing. We still want to riff. We still want to party. Here's some music. Okay. Well, that's, 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 and that's the thing, man. It's like, it's like with none of us, nobody's going to stop playing. Like, man, let's be serious. Musicians are wired this way, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not like we're going to stop. So, it, it, but we also want to be, you know, we don't want to sound like dinosaurs either or, or sound like we can't, if we, we're not going to do something we can't pull off, you know what I mean? Right. So if it's, if we go in a heavier direction or put something out that's even lighter or something that comes out where who knows if Rudy's going to be doing some singing or whatever, where everybody's talking, well, you know, a lot of that, a lot of people are like, okay, Rudy's brutal, but can he sing? Just wait, you'll hear. It's going to happen. Just calm down. You know what I mean? Oh, is, is that Maybe, a, you know, like, is that a wait and see kind of know? vibe? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we're, we're, we're not going to put any, any kind of hold on to anything that we can do as long as it's something that sounds good for what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to put music out that we don't think sounds badass. So, you know, but I also, I also want, we also want to make sure that everybody who has supported us through all this is still getting everything they want out of Blue the Sky. So, well, dude, I can tell you, I, uh, I went, I had to, I had to punish myself and went on a little run today. I did a little six miler and, uh, I was jamming one, a uh, bunch of, bunch of discography from you guys. And it was just, I mean, I, I looked at my, I looked at my, my splits, my mile splits. Cause I did, I did six miles today and, Dude, once I once I threw you guys on after the halfway mark, it was just instant uh, upgrade. Like I went, I went from just jogging to just sprinting. <laughs> just <laughs> let me go, dude. There you go. You got that runner tie going, bro. Man, yeah. it's it's but it's it's so good because you know it gives you know it gives the gives the listener a chance to kind of you know take a step back and you know kind of revisit some old memories and then jump forward to the new stuff. Uh, and and I mean. Rod and flesh. I mean, how did how did that all happen? I mean, was it was it more a collective thing? Like the whole band was like, "This is where we want to go," or how'd that all work out? Well, yeah, sure. So we had, um, like I was saying, we had we had had um, quite a few songs, at least song ideas, skeletons of songs that are that have been put together for the last couple of years that are just been sitting there waiting for for you know whether it be Noah or now Rudy to put vocals on, you know, and um, right. you know, <laughs> so. We basically shot him, shot him a couple of those demos that we'd put together that were just, you know, in, the instruments, obviously. And uh, we let him run with it, man. And he sent it back to us. And in between, you know, um, Kevin Garcia, our wizard, uh, you know, audio guy, who's also our guitar player, and uh, and Rudy going back and forth on like, you know, different patterns and just, you know, getting getting to sound the way we wanted to as far as the concept of what Rudy was putting out, you know fitting with us and everything. I mean, it, it, it fit like a glove, dude. So it was pretty, pretty rad. So how, how does, how does, I guess, um, I don't, I don't want to bounce, you know, from, from, uh, from old to new, but I mean, is the, is the writing process kind of the same? I mean, like, how does it all start? Is it with a riff? Sure. Yeah. So 
I mean, it, most times it comes out with a riff. It's always a riff, whether it be a, an Austin riff, a Wayne riff, a Dave riff, a Kevin riff, whoever writing the riff. We all play guitar. Um, you know, we all come up with a riff. We all come up with kind of like a skeleton. Kevin will, you know, take the riffs and we'll just kind of do what's like called a riff farm. You know, you, you put all the riffs together and send them and kind of, we kind of just got them structured out and then we'll put some, um, just like MIDI drums or whatever, trying to get the, the idea behind it and right, just, right. just float, it, float it around to each other and, you know, listen to this take, listen to this take, listen to this one. It's a million times of listen to this, listen to this. And then we, <laughs> you know, because we're not all the same, we're not all the same place. You know, it's not like we're all sitting in the same room cranking it out. It's all, we're all over the place, you know, so, so everything's what, done remotely. Okay. I was going to say, so you're, you're calling in from, uh, oh shit. Or, uh, Portland? I'm in, yeah, I'm in Oregon, Oregon. Yeah. I'm in Eugene area. Okay. Um, it's like two hours south of, of Portland, but uh, yeah. So Kevin, Kevin, our guitarist, lives in <clears throat> Florida, and Damn. then Rudy Austin, and yeah, and then Rudy Austin and Wayne are all in uh, Orange County area. Okay. So yeah, so I mean, like if it comes when it comes to like writing things like that, like we'll do like writing sessions where we'll all like fly into one place and like get together, or we'll just write riffs and just send them in. You know what I mean? Because Dropbox, you can send anything or Google Drive, you know, everybody can get the riff easily. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, when it comes time to like going out and doing, doing a run, like later on this year when we're going to go out, um, you know, we'll fly in and rehearse for a week and then go out on the road. The way it's going to go. Everybody just comes prepared. Oh, man, that, that's got to be hectic, but yet fun all in the same sentence. Oh, it's, it's great, you know. I mean, it's what's what's real cool is like getting in that room for the first time because all of us just like you know just you know we're all we're all sitting in our home little home studios cranking out the riffs, you know what I mean? And then right getting to getting to walk in the room and have Austin's kit set up, it's like yep, it's about to get loud in here, you know. Like, <laughs> it's go time, boys. It's go time, boys. You know, don't show up ready to learn the song. Show up ready to play the songs. Let's make all we're doing is making sure we're tight. Nothing. We're not here to learn parts. Let's go. You know, because you just got to. I mean, when you're doing it in the the way that we're having to do everything, you know, right with our lives and everything, you just gotta you gotta be prepared to do it that way. Just way it goes. So, are you guys? Um, I mean, obviously, Rod and Flesh is just absolutely crushing it. Um, and you have more in the, more in the chamber. Are you guys plotting uh, a tour soon? Yeah. So, um, we're actually right now working on um our. Our agency is working on getting us uh, put together for a fall headlining tour. Um, we're not going to announce anything yet. Um, we're working on dates right now, but I mean, we're starting to see skeleton for the for the run and everything as far as routing goes, things like that. So, and until we have everything locked, we're not going to say anything. But yeah, we're working on a a run for this fall. Um, put out a couple more singles and hit the road. Well, uh. Let your let your management team know that uh, Austin, Texas, is looking <laughs> primed and ready to go for you guys to come on back. Love that, bro. Yeah, I'm ready to play Austin. That's my jam. Last time we were there, I had a blast with all my homies from San Antonio. Plus, like I said, I you know I lived in Round Rock, so I got a whole bunch of friends that came out. It was it was like a homecoming show. It was amazing, bro. Awesome. Yeah, they're all, they're all like, "Holy shit, Dave, you're back! What the fuck? <laughs> Let's just hang out. Let's go." They're like, you "Yeah, know? they're like, fuck the show. Come over here to the bar. Let's hang out." Yeah, let's just hang out, you know. You know, <laughs> play the show. Everybody's like getting in the van and like cruising to the, the next space, you know. But my, oh my, you know, I'm going to Denny's with my buddies, and they're gonna drive me to Dallas, you know, because yeah. hang out with my friends that I haven't seen in two years. You know what I mean? Like, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. I'm going up in my buddy's car, you know. It's, yeah, you're like, like 
Yeah, you're like, go ahead, go ahead. I'll catch up later. <laughs> yeah, hey, it worked out, you know. But yeah, totally. Like I can't wait for Texas Coast. Ten o'clock the next morning, they're like, uh, "Has anybody seen Dave?" Because yeah, la- last I'm, we heard, he was going to Denny's. So <laughs> last I heard, he was going to the Denny's in the middle of the night. I made it. I was in Dallas. <laughs> oh man. So, um, whenever, whenever you guys, uh, strike out, is it going to be like a national run? Like a, like a yeah, full, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. like East yeah, or West? Gonna, yeah. We're going to go, we're going to go across like we did, um, this last run. We're trying to get <laughs> as far over as we can and do everything within a month's time. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, we're, we're all dads. We got to plan out tours and things like that. We got families to take care of at home. So it's got to make sense, um, for everybody involved. So, um, uh, but yeah, it'll be, we'll, we'll go out and probably play you know if we're out for a month we'll probably play like 22 to 25 dates and just go across and play like every day play every day and just maybe take one day off two days off through the whole run and just go for it that's kind of how we have to tour man you better drink water (laughs) lots of it bro gallons a day bro so are you guys still with uh art is war then no not right now we're actually not with yeah yeah so we um we've um stepped down from art is war and we're going to wait. We're going to, you know, this, this, we're, we let this, uh, this one come out. Just, we released it, you know? Um, so, oh, so this is, gonna, this is a bleed this, the sky this, official. This is, this is, yeah. Rotten flesh. We literally released ourselves. Um, okay. So, so we're going to, and it, you know, like I said, it's doing okay for us. So we're going to, we're going to write on this and then, you know, see, see what happens. We're going to put out a couple more singles and then maybe, maybe do some shopping again. Just depends on what, you know, like I said, we're, we're older dudes. It's got to make sense for us. So if we get, if we're going to sign on to a, to a, any kind of label or anything, it's, it's got to be win-win for everybody. So you just slide that shit back over to nuclear blast and be like, Hey, we're back guys. Let's go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, other than that, man, it's like, we're just, you know, we, we've got bright future as far as we're concerned and we're, uh, we're heavily motivated to get out there and play some damn shows. We just got to get everything lined up to get out there and do it. Well, man, I mean, as as much as I've seen, I've probably watched the music video. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna say five to ten different times, just kind of revisiting that. Um, I could only imagine how how crazy you guys are gonna be on stage. Um, walk, Can't wait. Walk me through. Walk walk us through uh, the whole like rod and flesh. Uh, like where was was it filmed in like Cali or? Yeah, yeah, we did it in Cali. We actually did it. I mean, we did everything. Like I said, everything was on our self budget this time. You know what I mean? Like it was all like we we rented the lights. We got the camera stuff together. We we were in a uh, in like a like warehouse rehearsal kind of place. Like it was as basic as you can get it, man. And we just did it. You know, um, flew, we all flew out into Cali, and well, at least Kevin and I, the other guys, live out there. But you know, we spent we spent a I don't know, like five days out there or something like that. And just shot the video and went in and played the song like a billion and one times and got a million different takes on everybody playing it and every different position you could possibly think of. And, you know, and it was like, it was like the first time all of us have gotten in that damn room and just like banged out since tour, you know? So it was like two years of not headbanging like that, dude. I tell you what, bro, you know, like no stretching, no stretching on earth can fix that, dude. I was just like, the next day I was like, oh my God, dude, I can't move my head to the right. That's brutal, you know? (laughs) I, I can't. Yeah, I've uh, I've limited my experience, my my um my live music experience to about one a month. Uh, I'm also yeah. I'm also pushing forty, which pains me to say, but apparently I still look like I'm pushing thirty. So 
you know. Yeah, amen, bro. Save. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going with it. Yeah, yeah hey, <laughs> don't don't smoke cigarettes. Eat healthy yeah. uh, and uh, yeah. mo- moisturize. That's all I got to say. Uh, there you go. And yeah, I went to um, I can't remember what show I went to. It was earlier on this year. Uh, oh, it was a band that I interviewed back in the day. Uh, back in the day, a couple months ago, a band called Enox. Uh, they're out in New Jersey. I randomly heard them on a shot, uh, Spotify uh, rate, radar release or whatever. Liked it, hit them up, and then uh, interviewed them. And turns out, like right before we did the interview, I was just kind of doing a little bit of homework, digging, making sure I wasn't missing anything, and saw that they were on a South by Southwest uh, show. And I said, right. "I said, holy fuck, guys! Um, you're you're gonna be here in days or you know, a week or two or whatever." And yeah. so I went and caught them and it like I was one of five people that knew their songs, but I was telling everybody, I was like, Hey, this is the band to pay attention to and absolutely lost my mind front row screaming, uh, at Michael the vocalist. And then the next day I was just stuck. Like yeah, <laughs> just, just over it. Dude, your whole body just kills you. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, what happened? Yeah. All I did was go to a show last night. So <laughs> yeah, you lied, yeah. So, so, get, so definitely, no matter what, no, you know, weights, the cardio, or whatever, it's stretching. It's got to be a huge deal. When we're getting ready to go out because I tell you what, man. It's, I mean, we're a live band, anyways. Dude, we like to get, you know, we like to go off and, and you know, be, you know, super energetic with the crowd. I love the, I love a hype crowd, dude. So you know, let's get, let's, let's get slamming. Oh man, I, I can, I, I will tell you this. If you guys actually do end up coming to Austin, I will tell everyone and their mother that I can to be like, hey. If you're any anywhere between 35 and 45, this is the show for you. But also, this one's for the young kids. Let's get out there and mix it up a little bit, okay? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's get the youngsters out there and see, see what they got. Yeah, yeah. man, because I could only imagine. Yeah. I mean, are you guys, Are you guys? Um, I guess, are you or the management looking at bands to, to, to go out with? Yeah, so that's the thing. At this point, we're like, since it's going to be a headlining run for us, they've got to put us together with, um, you know, they they put the package together for us. It's basically what bands, right. up and coming bands, or or, or or equally drawing bands can uh, get us on, get on the package with us. Make it all, like I said, make it all lucrative for every single person on the package, and make it worthwhile. At least so the bands come home with at least the gas money. You know right. what I mean? Like, come on now. You know what I mean? <laughs> buy we, the we, merch. Play, we play metal. We, we play metal, dude. Buy the merch. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of the deal right now. Plus, we just want to. We want to get a couple more songs out with Rudy because, you know, I mean, we, we want to play, uh, we're going to play the old bangers. Like, we're, we're not going to go out there and not play the, the, the old lead hits yeah. that people like. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's okay. songs that we're not going to not play. Um, but we are we are going to be playing the new stuff as well. We want, I'd like to have at least a few songs. You know, we as a band would definitely like to have a new a few new songs out there that people know, not just Rod and Flesh for Rudy, because, you know, I mean, he's the new singer, he's taken on the band, it's his band now, you know what I mean, but I, we also want him to have that, that, you know, he's the front man, bro, let's go, you know, give him some, <laughs> give him some hype to go out there and have people sing his words to him, you know what I mean? No, 100%, so. I, and, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Suffering's come through Austin one, two, two times, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I definitely know that I've seen their name, you know, somewhere on the marquee. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then and I think I think the biggest push is just going to be getting everybody familiar like, hey, this is, you know, this is the new bleed, but it's got a little familiarity. It's got, you know, someone that, you know, up front, you know, this, that and the other. So, you know, pay your twenty dollars yeah. and get the fuck in there and have a good time. Get, 
Yeah, right. Let's just smash, dude. And that's where it's at. I mean, at the end of the day, like we want to have great shows, and 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 the numbers are are, are one thing. But at the end of the day, it's just about you know when it, when we all walk away from it, is is everybody taking away what they went in there to get it? You know what I mean? Like if the fans go in there, the, anybody going in there to pay the money, did they walk away from a badass show? That's what I want from them. You know what I mean? I want to walk away with having the, knowing those people that waited, you know, 15 minutes after we got off the stage and we're stressed and sweat to be like, dude, that shit was ripping. It's those, it's those folks that I like. You know, that's it. Not the not. It's not really the the waiting for the show to play. It's the after the show when I have that like hour with those people that just like to hang out and like tell us their life and like you guys are <laughs> badass. We've been waiting. We've been waiting yeah. 20 years to meet you, kind of shit. You know yes. what I mean? And it's just like it's like crazy, dude. You know, like they're bringing their kids to the shows and shit, and you're just like, this is fucking crazy, man. You know, I've got I've got a kid your age. Like I get it. Like I, you're awesome. You're a great parent. High five, dad. You know what I mean? Like that's a, <laughs> yeah. You know? You know, so. Yeah, I've taken, I've taken, I got a nine-year-old daughter. She just turned nine and I've taken her out to, I think she's working on four, maybe five shows now. And, That's you know, when I, when I take her out, you know, obviously she's got her hearing protection and, you know, all that mm. jazz, but, you know, she's up front or not up front, but, you know, she's, she's hanging out. She's devil horns, you know, throwing them up and just hanging out and everybody, you know, I turn around and I just see these, you know, random people just kind of giving me like thumbs up or like, yeah, dude, fucking yeah. awesome. Right. And, Absolutely. And it's just, it's just, it's so, it's, you know, it's crazy, man. The metal world is just so inviting and, you know, people have this like kind of, you know, uh, oh, yeah. uh, pre, pre, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pre, uh, they have this, this thought or like, oh, you know, this is oh, metal, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you see it's like, assholes. Yeah, evil. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you see yeah. like, you see like age range from three to 15 and they're like, okay, all right. Maybe they're not so bad, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're not the biggest dicks we thought. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, man, hey, I was, I'm just curious, man. So what's what's the craziest thing that you've ever heard from a fan in the uh, the after set uh, convo? Holy crap, dude. Because, I mean, um, I, I'll, just, I'll just say why you think about it. I am one of those. I, I started out as one of those guys um, as, as just going out, saying, hey, just really just – not like professing my love, but just like, Hey man, you guys have made an impact on my life. Thank you very much. Here's where I found you. This is what I think of you, blah, 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 blah. But I've, you know, through just doing the podcast and hearing these conversations at the merch table or at the bar or, you know, dead, dead center, you know, once the song's over, I'm just like, can you just give these guys like 10 minutes to breathe? Come on guys. Like, (laughs) Yeah, dude, you know, I think, like, the craziest shit, dude, is just, like, okay, so we had our last show we did at the Whiskey. We had a guy that flew from Europe to come out to see us play, so that was crazy as shit, and he was, like, talking to Noah just about how, you know, how his lyrics and everything just, like, saved his life, and, you know, because some of those lyrics, was, you know, Noah's lyrics, man, they were pretty, they hit, they kind of, they hit home on a lot of people, you know? I can, and, va- I can uh, vouch, I can vouch. You know, and just, like, that kind of shit, just, like, another couple, like, came out to this play and I forget which town this was, man. But they like flew out together, flew across the country to come see a play because it was like their wedding and they got that was their honeymoon. They were coming out to see Bleed the Sky together and like I was just like, you know, you guys made this huge impact on his life and then she didn't know who the fuck we were, but he was we, like our biggest fan, known the man, you know, to her, you know, and like he just he like flew her out, dude, and like they just had this whole shabille about, you know, everything that blew the skies. And this is just people you've never met in your whole life, dude, telling you what the music has done for them, dude, and you know, and 
and where they were in their life when they heard these songs and then they put them on repeat and it's just like you know like people telling you that i turn the lights off and listen to this in the dark just to get me through the night the kind of shit like <laughs> holy fuck man you know and, and to me i'm just like you know fuck I, i'm not the lyricist i'm not the guy that writes those those riffs you know those songs you know what i mean as far right. as the lyrics go but it's just like to hear somebody say that kind of shit, dude, you're just like, I'm glad and I'm blessed to be a part of anything like that, man. That's way bigger than I'll ever be. You know what I mean? Period. No, yeah, so. I, I, I can, I can attest to, you know, the, the, you know, my introduction to Bleed the Sky was, like I said, mid two thousands, right in the heyday. Uh, you know, Murder the Dance had just come out, and then I, I actually, actually, I think, uh, pa- actually, Paradigm was my first intro, and then it was. Uh, Lord, uh, let God, I can't even pronounce it. Anyway, it was the first album. I was hooked. Second album. I was sold. I had never seen you guys. And then magically there was this tour that popped up in 2008 and I was overseas. And that's how I found basically all of my metal was from a buddy of mine, Jeremy. He was like, Hey man, listen to this. And it's funny because his best friend, Chris, who I started the podcast with was feeding him all of the music. So there's this kind of like weird, you know, full circle effect. And it was just, you know, back when, back when iTunes, it was like, if you like this, people also, you know, bought that. Right. And I, and I would literally buy one album, go down to the, basically the suggestions, scroll through a little bit, two, three songs sold, purchased 10 bucks. And that's basically what I did in like the mid two thousands. I just went down the list of suggestions and then when Fine I got, bangers, yeah. oh my God, so much good music in the 2000s, just oh so, God, yeah. so much good fucking music. And, uh, not that there's not good music now, but it's just, you know, it's, it's no, I feel you, dude. I feel you. I'm, I'm still listening to all of it, bro. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but like whenever I got to see you guys, uh, uh, I, I, am not a hundred percent sure if you were on the tour in 2008 in Virginia, but what me and my wife used to do was. We, whenever I would come home from overseas, we would basically go on like our own little mini tour and yeah. we would just plot the map and be like, okay, we're going to go here this night, here this night, here this night. And, uh, it was, um, I would, this was kind of a one-off where me and my buddy, he was in college. He was like, look, man, I got class tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning, but I really want to go see bleed the sky and soil work. I was like, tell you what, we're renting a fucking car. We're driving the four hours up there. We're going to see you. And then we're going to fucking boogie back. And dude, he like, we just partied our face off and then we're just driving back. I crash at his place. I wake up like noon. And then after he come back from class, he was like, dude, I'm so fucking hungover." I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey man, dude, we're going to tell this story until we're dead. So, uh, That's awesome, it, it's just, yeah, it's, sounds like a metal show, dude. Yeah, dude, it's just, you know, and that was way, way before I really, like, sunk my teeth into this shit. So it's just really cool to, like, you know, honestly, you know, it's kind of an honor just to be able to talk to someone like you that was, you know, in it back in the day. You've got a tie. You've got a tie to Texas. You know, there's potential you're coming back. So I just, I just want to say thanks, man. We'll be back, dude. That's going to be a thing for sure, yeah. I mean, be watching for it. I'm not going to tell you when, but it's coming. No, I'm, I'm, you know. Fortunately, Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live is my sponsor, so I kind of get like the inside Beautiful. scoop every every now and again when I kind of like push and prod, like, "Hey, man, <laughs> like, what, what's the rest of the year look like?" And I'm like, "Oh, fuck, they're coming!" And they're like, "Ryan, shut yeah, your mouth!" Fine. And I'm like, "All right, fine, fine, I got it." Yeah, but uh, cool, man. But man, I uh, I, I guess we'll I guess we'll close out. You got any uh, you got any shout outs uh, to anybody and and like what are what all the ats are so people can uh, start to get back on the bleed the sky train. 
yeah, really just hit our Instagram up. I mean, everything's, you know, flee the sky. Um, and then uh, you, there's links to all of our merch, all that stuff through all the social media. Just hit it up, check it out, and then just keep stuff posted for, you know, tour announcements. We'll be releasing some singles, all that good stuff. So I appreciate your time, brother. Thanks so much. No, man, I'm I'm subscribed. I got you guys on the bell whenever you guys drop some stuff. Like, I'm ready to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, you guys come on. Even if it's San Antonio, I'll, I'll make a trip, come out, say, hey, meet you, and kind of high-five everybody. But, uh, It'd be great to meet you in person, bro. For sure. Yeah, dude. And that's that's the beautiful thing about this is, you know, I'm, I'm just a dude with a microphone, and I couldn't do my hobby if you guys didn't do yours. So uh, just keep yeah. pu- keep pushing, man. Keep pushing. because Likewise. We're out here, dude. We're fucking out here, and and we're we're ready to see you guys hit the stage and just rip it apart. Stoked, brother. All right, man. Well, let me know if you if you need anything else. Otherwise, take care of yourself, and I hope to see you soon, brother. All right, dude. Take care, bud. Later. All right, bye.